the radio audience in a special way. Prepare hearts that our word will fall in good ground for the glory of God. Save soul, reclaim the backsliders. Lord God, we'll praise you for it because we ask it all in Jesus Christ's name and for his sake. Amen. Again, God have enabled us to witness gospel time, and this is gospel time coming to you over station WYCA Hammond. Continue to pray for gospel time. We appreciate what you have been contributed to gospel time for the glory of God. Sister Richardson, Mother Craig, may God's richest blessing continue to rest upon you. We are praying for you that God will give you a speed of recovery for the glory of God. You would like to go along with us study in the Word of God. Take your Bible and let's turn to the book of Romans, the 14th chapter. Begin reading at the 11th verse for the glory of God. This is a day that our nation whole is celebrating concerning Christ's resurrection. But thank God for him. His son Jesus Christ coming out of the grave. If he had not came out of the grave, I wouldn't have been spiritually alive this day. So because he lived, I live also. Amen. And precious soul, I'd like to say unto us before we go into this message. Uh, you think people celebrate Christmas, Easter, various ways, but not realizing many times, the majority of the people, that every one of us got to give an account of Christ coming into this world. Everything, what he went through, you and I got to give an account of it. Because he didn't go through it for himself. He went through it for us. He didn't have to come through the baby as a baby through the Virgin Mary for himself. He came here as a baby for us. He didn't have to suffer over the, what he, the thing that he suffered <clears throat> of no wrong that he had done. He did all that for us. His suffering and dying on the cross wasn't for himself, it was for us. His death, his resurrection, it was for us. And every one of us as an individual, not to give an account to God for what his son went through with, as an individual, I got to give an account to God for it. So in the book of the Roman, by the way, we want to talk about his birth, his living, his suffering, and his death, and his resurrection, all of that was for us. And we got to give an account to it. Step by step, we got to give an account. Stand before God. Well, in the book of Romans, the 14th chapter, in the 11th and the 12th verse, the Bible says, For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every one of
of us shall give account of himself to God. Every one of us shall give an account of himself unto God. Why, preacher? The Gospel of St. John 3, 16, the Bible says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten. God, so this is an individual matter. God so loved me. Me. That's where you got to see it. That's where I got to see it. God so loved me that he gave. His only begotten son. His only begotten son. Didn't have but one child. And he gave him for me. Read. That whosoever believeth in him. That whosoever believeth in him, if he don't believe in him, he wants to be damned. That's what God said. He can't do And he, the Bible said, by two immutable things, it's impossible for God to lie. God cannot lie. And he didn't put his word out there. For me not to believe in Christ and accept him, I'm going to be damned. In this life and in hell too. Amen. That oh. whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. But have everlasting life. So God gave his son. All right. And in giving his son, he came here through the Virgin Mary. So therefore his birth I got to give an account for that. Amen. Matthew 1, 21, the Bible says, And she, Mary, shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now I got to give an account of that. Jesus came here to save me from sin. Just don't get saved. I'm going to give an account to God. God gave his son Jesus Christ, and Christ was born through the Virgin Mary to save me from my sin. Now, the subject is, I must give an account of myself to God. I must give an account of myself to God. Amen. Since God gave his son Jesus Christ and Christ was born through the Virgin Mary to save me from sin. Stop me from sinning. That's what he was born for. Don't stop sinning. When I stand before God in the day of judgment, God the Father, what did you do about the birth of my son? What did you do? What did you consider concerning the birth of my son? He was born to save you, stop you from sinning. All right? And if I fail, Jesus said, if you die in your sin, where I am, you cannot come. I must give an account of myself to God. People rejoicing over new shoes and new clothing for Easter. Christ didn't come here for that. People who are having Christmas at his birth, Christ didn't come here for that. You cannot celebrate the birth of Christ. 
Why? Because you don't know how old he is. You don't know when he was born. Now, how are you going to celebrate his birth? Amen. Somebody tell me how old he is. Well, someone tell me what day he was born. But how are you going to celebrate his birth? The devil just taking people to make a fool out of it. We better respect the word of God. If we don't, we're going to be lost. Jesus said, the word which I've spoken unto you shall judge you in the last day. We're going to be judged by the word of God. So therefore, God is giving the kind of Jesus' birth. Amen. Step one. Before you even know it, you take the great uh, educator, Nicodemus, came to Christ, wanted to discuss things with him. Jesus would even discuss it with him and say, Look, except you be born again, you can't even see what I'm talking about. Folks want to worship God and do this for God and other things for God and have me even stop sinning. You don't know how to serve God. You don't know how to worship God and yet sinning. Why? Because God is a spirit. And he that worship God must worship him in the spirit and in truth, praise God. And God's spirit is not in no sinner. Oh, Paul says, for we know not how to pray as we ought to, but the spirit make intercession with groan that cannot be uttered. And, and God's spirit is not in no sinner. How can he pray? Jesus Christ was born into the world. He didn't die soon. He was born, but he lived here. He lived here upon the face of this earth. And therefore we have the, the record, we have the history, we have his life, how he lived, the Bible says. For even here unto where you called. Before even here to where ye called. Because Christ You and I was out in the world of sin, praise God. Now I'm born again. God has saved me from my sin, praise God. For even here unto where you call, because Christ also suffered for us. Leaving us an example. Christ leaving us an example. That you should follow his steps. Christ leaving us an example. Not this church, that church, this organization, that denomination. Christ leaving us an example. Amen. Christ, and I got to give an account of the example of Jesus Christ in the day of the judgment. I got to give an account to him for, of his, how he lived. He didn't live his, the life he lived for nothing. He didn't have to come and live like that for himself. He was living like that for me. Amen. For what? That you should follow his steps. That I should follow right in Jesus' steps. I, I must stand before God for myself. God, did you follow in Jesus' steps? But Jesus lived free from sin. But my pastor said, couldn't nobody live free from sin? Did your pastor die for you? I told you, said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. I told you to hear him. I got to stand before the judgment seat of Christ uh, to give an account of his word. Not your church. Not my church. But his word. Before the church was, Jesus said, I am. Amen. That you should follow his steps. That you should follow Jesus' steps. Who did no sin. A little sin. No sin. I got to give an account. God did you sin. Yes, Lord, but I confessed and gave him to Jesus and he takes me. Well, that's what he was sent there for. Amen. Did you go back and sin, God? No, Lord. 
That's what he, that's what Christ was there for, to keep you free from sin. Who did no sin. Neither was guile found in his mouth. Neither was any guile, no deceit was found in his mouth. Who when he was reviled. Who when Christ was reviled. Guile not again. They talked about him, they spat upon him, he was on that cross of Calvary. They talked about him. He didn't say, wait until I come down, I'll get you. No, he said, Father, forgive them. Oh, they know not what they do. Oh, that was for me. For me. The Bible said, because as he is, so are we in this world. I got to be just like Christ, or he's not like the devil. I be like one of them. Amen. Jesus said, you see, so too. I be like one of those. Amen. Amen. Who, when he was reviled, he reviled not again. When, when he, he suffered, suffered he not. He, when he suffered, he didn't threaten them. I'll kill you. I'm going to get you. Well, what you did, what you have done to me, I'm going to get you back. Jesus did that for me. So I know how to live. So I know how to treat you. Not judge myself by myself. Judge myself by somebody else. Measure yourself by Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. What when he, he said. suffered, he threatened not. When Jesus suffered, he threatened not. But committed himself to him that judges righteously. Committed himself to him that judges righteously. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to them that are called according to the, his purpose. He said, oh, give thanks unto God for all things, for this is the will of God concerning you. I haven't faced life. I don't know how to go through life, but Christ is life. He's already gone through, and he is my example. Praise the Lord. And I got to stand before God to give an account that I follow my example. That's why you make sure you get the right example to follow. You follow some man, Jesus said, if the blind lead the blind, they both from fall in the ditch. You go right straight to hell with the man who, who leads you the wrong direction. So therefore, he said, Christ being our example who did no sin, neither was God found in his mouth. But when he was reviled, he reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not. So I got to give an account when I come before God of Christ's life. I got to give an account. Amen. You know how Jesus lived? Did you live like Jesus lived? Well, no, Lord, I didn't. Like Christ is eternal life. If I didn't live like Christ lived, I don't have no eternal life. I got to live like Christ lived if I want eternal life. Don't you know your church won't give you no eternal life? It's Christ is eternal life. Christ, Christ is eternal life. Praise God God. So therefore, I got to give an account of Christ's life. I must give an account of God for myself. I can sit around here and look at folks and this thing and other thing. Let me finish reading this verse here when the lesson text here. Listen to what Paul said here. Uh, I read it again. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every, uh, one, of us every one of us shall give account of himself to God. All right. Read the next verse. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore. All right, then. Stop right there. The reason why folks are not saved, the reason why people are not in God what they should be, they're looking at someone else. You've got to give an account to God for yourself. So he says, therefore, since that's true, since I've got to give an account to God for myself, 
Therefore, what? Let us not therefore judge one another anymore. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore. But judge this rather. But judge this rather. What must I judge? That no man put a stumbling block. That no man put a stumbling block. Or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. That I so live all the words of such a ragged life and got folks stumbling over me. God said, you rather judge this. You so live that don't nobody be stumbling over your life. Your life. You got to stand before God for yourself. Not for the next person, but for yourself. I, I must give an account of myself to God. Must, not try to, I just must do it. Give an account of myself to God. All right, let's go back, read there the Gospel of Matthew, the 27th chapter, and begin at the 27th verse through 31. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall. Here Jesus Christ, fixing to be crucified after living a sinless life, living a spotless life, couldn't nobody spot him, no sin he had done. He walked before the crowd, he said, who can convince me of sin? Could nobody point out any sin in his life. But in spite of all of that, what happened? And gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers, yes. and they stripped him and put on him a spotted robe. Here is a righteous man being stripped and lived a sinless life, lived a spotless life. Could nobody point out any wrong in his life, but they stripping him. They are persecuting him. Why? Jesus knew, had a perfect knowledge. If I follow him, I'm going to get the same thing. Folks want to talk about me. Folks want to persecute me. So what did he go through that for? For me. Why, so before we have not a high priest that cannot be, cannot be touched with the, cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but he was tempted in all parts like as we are. Yet without sin, praise God. Don't care what come against us in this life, Christ has already gone through it. And I've got to give an account in the day of the judgment when I come before God. Did I follow in his footsteps? Did I conduct myself just like he did in my persecution, in my test, in my trial? I've got to stand before God. God, what did you do about that? Praise our God. And now coming before God, Lord God, what nobody saved in my home but me. What nobody this and that. The Bible says, God, inexcusable old man. No kind of excuse that I could render. When Jesus came into this world, was nobody right. He said to wine press alone. He's looking for someone to help him in his distress. He couldn't find nobody to help him. And he brought salvation by himself, leaving you and I without an excuse. God, inexcusable old man. I got to give an account to God for myself concerning the life of Jesus Christ, concerning his birth, concerning his living, concerning his crucifixion. I got to give an account. He wasn't suffering for his sin. My sin had him up there. My sin, my sin had him up there. Now, God, what you want to do about it? Praise our God. It's time to do something about it here in this life, not at the judgment. So the Bible said what? And when they had planted a crown of thorns, when they had planted a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head, and put it up, just pressed it down on his brow. In a, a crown of thorns, praise God. For who? For me. For you. And I got to give an account. I come to God. 
before God for that. And, and I you read think Jesus Christ going through all that suffering, and then I'm just going to go other words just bypass it, and God is going to bypass me and let me on? No, no. No, no. The Bible says what? And a reed in his right hand. And a reed in his right and hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, They mocked him. Hail. Hail. Hail the Jews. King of the Jews. And they spit upon they him. They were making mock of him, but he was, he was the only king of the Jews. He came to everybody. He's the king of kings. Amen. Praise God. Hail, king of the Jews. The Bible. And they spit upon him. Look at that. And took the reed and smote they him on the head. on Jesus. For what? For my sin? But he did it for what kind of my sin. He didn't, what no sin. He had committed his sin. But he saw me alone. He saw I couldn't help myself. He saw that, that our forefather Adam sold us to the devil. That's why Christ had to pay the ransom to buy us back. Amen. So in the song, take it up and say, Jesus paid it all. It all to him all. I don't owe this world anything. I owe it to Jesus. Oh, this world nothing. But preach, I'd rather go out in the world. Well, you're out there. Why are you not happy? You're out there. You ain't found nothing to satisfy yet. You're trying to find satisfaction. I want to let you know, according to God's word, God said you'll never find it. You never will find it. Now, if you find it, that will make God a lie. God said you're not going to find it. God said the wicked is just like the troubled sea, just like the waves. There's not one thing is another. And it's not that, it's the same thing. You say you're going to do it this time and not going to do it anymore, and you don't want to do it, you're right back in the same thing over and over and over again. And the devil just keeps you putting off. But I straighten up after a while. Get out in the world of sin, call yourself that having a big bad. But your soul said, I hope I don't die until I straighten up. Why is that? Because your soul came right out of heaven from God. Your flesh, that's what you enjoy. Your flesh came from the earth. And his flesh won't enjoy whatever the earth produces. Material thing, that's the most flesh. He want to have this form. But the soul has never forgotten heaven. Amen. The soul remember home. He right. want to go back home where it comes from. And he can't get back there itself because it's bound by the devil. And God wrapped his soul up in some flesh and said, go get those boys. Go get them. And here comes Jesus, what? Come looking for me. Lost, without help, without God. And he's knocked on my heart door. Boom, boom, boom. Just like he's knocking on yours right now. He knocked on my heart door. I didn't have to, you know what he had to tell me? I knew that was Jesus. I knew that was Jesus knocking on my heart door. He wanted to come in. He wanted me to get saved from a sin. Thank God for giving me grace. So open the door. Yes, Lord, I've been out here too long already. And the devil hasn't satisfied me yet. He's been pacifying me, but he didn't satisfy me. Amen. See, the baby put the nipple in the baby's mouth. For the pacifying, he sucked so hard, I want to spit, spit. Why? Because there's no milk in that nipple. Amen. Well, why? There's nothing you can find out there in the world to satisfy your soul. Ain't nothing out there to satisfy your soul. Amen. So that's why you got to quit this. You do this, play with this thing a while, that don't bring satisfaction. You quit that and you go to something else. Quit that and go to something else. You run yourself, you'll die before your time trying to find satisfaction when it's all only in Jesus Christ. Amen. What's all that in Christ? Praise God. 
All right, the Bible said what? And after they had mocked him, and after they had mocked him, they Jesus, took the robe off from him, take the robe off of him, and put on his own put on his own raiment on him. Yes, and led him away to crucify him. To crucify man, have did it. Led him away to kill him. For what? For me? For you? He wasn't being killed for himself. It was for my sin. It was your sin. So I got to give an account for that. I got to give an account to God for that. To abuse his only son like that. For me, then I'm here in this life. I'm just going to ignore and go ahead on and ignore and just forget about God, forget about his son Jesus Christ. But I got to die one day. And after death, the judgment. For what? To give an account? What did I do if it was done? The Bible says. That's true, verse 31. Through 31? Yes, sir. So they say, what? Crucify. A just man. Kill it. For what? Let you know that people want to do us the same way. You haven't did nothing wrong. They're going to talk about you. They're going to kill your influence. Do everything in their power. They would kill you if it wasn't for the law of the land. So therefore, Christ, know, Christ having a knowledge of what's going to happen, so he tasted it for me. I'll go through this so that when God can get to going through the same thing I'm going with, I can be touched. I'm touched of what he's going through with. So that when he cried to me, I can intercede for him. Amen. But if I'm going to lean to my own flesh to do like I want to do, I'll never make it. I'll never make it. So the Bible says, let's turn, since I got to according to the word of God, I got to give an account of Christ's suffering on the cross. I got to give an account for that. He didn't suffer on that cross for himself. He suffered on that cross for me. That was all that suffering. It was for me. And when I come before God, I got to give an account of Christ's suffering on that cruel cross. God, what did you do about my son's suffering? Did you consider all that suffering on that cross? Do you consider that, uh, did you consider that was for you? Did you? Uh, yes, Lord, but I, I just put it off. I wasn't tending to get saved, but that's just what the devil does. That's his job. To see the people have just put off, put off, put off. And death catch you unprepared to meet God. And there you're hollering, Lord have mercy. But it'll be too late, too late. All right? We got to give an account of his suffering. We got to give an account of his death. Amen. You got to give an account of that. Amen. Paul said, For I'm crucified with Christ. I, Christ died for sin. Well, I got to die unto sin. He died for it, I got to die unto it. According to the word of God, if I don't die to sin, I'm going to be always sinning. Always sinning. Christ died that I might live a holy life, a clean life. Free from sin. Praise God. So Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. For nevertheless I live. Yet it's not I'm living. But it's Christ living within me. The life that I now live in is no flesh. I live in my faith of the Son of God. Those flesh want to do various things. But my faith is in Jesus Christ. Lord God, give me grace. Lord God, give me victory on this flesh. Peter said to Paul, said in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, he said, but I keep under this body. I bring you into subjection. Why? For as many as 
to as many as received him, to them he gave them power to become the sons of God. John said, greater is he that in you than he that in the world, praise God. So is the God in me, aid me to suppress, aid me to bring this flesh into subjection and live a consistent, holy life for the glory of God. Man of himself can't do that. So it's going to take Christ in us to do it. That's what Christ went through that suffering for. That's what he died on the cross for. Other words, according Paul says, I'm crucified with Christ, I'm dead with him. What you mean by that? He died for sin. Well, I'm going to die with him. What you going to do, God? I'm going to die unto sin. He died for it, I'm going to die unto sin. So when a person is dead to sin, then he don't sin. When a person dead to the thing of this life, he don't see him walking around. When a man dead to sin, he stops sinning. Well, that's what Christ died for, sin that I might die unto it. And I got to give an account of myself to God. What did I do about it? Did you die unto sin to the extent that you stopped sinning? Well, if I didn't, I'm lost. I'm lost. Praise the Lord. All right. In the Gospel of Matthew, the 20th chapter, and 18 through 20 verses for the glory of God. Matthew, the 18th chapter. Matthew, the 20th chapter, rather, 18 through 20 verses for the glory of God. This is what the Bible says here. The 18th through 20th. 20th chapter, Matthew 28. And 18. Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, Jesus, praise God, after they didn't put him in the grave. Amen. Let's put this big stone on the tomb there. Make sure he wasn't able to get up out of the grave. So it is God that made it possible that this old world have no power over us. They couldn't hold it. He said what? And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, Jesus, after he had risen from the grave, he said, he came, he went to his disciples, he told them to meet him in Galilee. All power is given unto him. He said, all power. Amen. When I'm resurrected with Jesus Christ, I got power. All power is given unto me. In heaven, in heaven, and in earth, and in earth. Go ye therefore, go ye therefore, and teach all nations, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the I'm Father. I give you what I got. I got power and give it to you. Praise God that you can go, you can so live, you can so teach other people, teach all nations, baptizing them baptizing in the name of the, the Father, name of the Father, and the Son, and, the Son, and of the Holy and Ghost. of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. Now you teach the people to observe all things. Everything the... I've told you. Everything I've taught you, you tell the people to observe all things. Whatsoever I have commanded Whatsoever you. Whatsoever I have commanded you. And though I am with you always. you do this, preach the Lord with you always. How long? Even until the end of the world. Until the end of the world. That's how long I'll be with you. Just teach the folks what I say. Don't deviate from what I say. Just teach them whether they like it or whether they don't like it. You just tell them what I say. I'll be with you. In the Gospel of Mark, I believe it is the 16th chapter, and about the 15th verse. Let's see what the Bible says here. After he told them what to do, 
Then he said there in Mark 16, Then 15, he said unto them, And now Jesus said unto those men, Go ye into all the world, go into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. Preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall he be saved. He that don't believe what you said, it shall be damned. That's what Jesus said. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Thank you. Shall be damned, Jesus said. And I believe that in the gospel, Second Corinthians, I believe it is the fifth chapter, and about the tenth verse, this same Jesus that suffered him upon the face of this earth, one day, praise God, I got to stand before him. For we must all appear before the judgment For seat of Christ. For we must all, every one of us, no one couldn't class it. Every one of us got to stand before Jesus. This same Jesus that's talking to you now, telling you that you should be saved. You've been out in the world of sin too long already. Jesus bring to your mind where you almost got killed over here, almost got killed over there. He, let you, he was able to let you see that. I'm not talking about the unseen danger. You don't know anything about it. Someone raises a gun and shoots you. You don't know nothing about it today. But he lets you see something. And, and he protected you from all of that. And was good enough unto you today to let you listen to gospel time. Amen. You didn't have to listen to gospel time today. God could have had you sick in your bed. You wouldn't have been able to hear the message. But God gave you health and strength to listen, you here in this chapel, to come out and to listen to the message. You out there in radio land, God gave you, brought it to your attention, to turn on gospel time. God did that. I know the devil didn't bring this to your attention. God brought it to your attention. For what? So that you can get saved. This is your day. Amen. Or the, this is a good way to celebrate Jesus Christ and to be made alive, to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Amen. So he said, what now? For we must all appear before the judgment For seat of Christ. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That everyone may receive the things that done in his body. every one of us may receive the things done in his body. Done in his body. According to that he have done. According to that which he have done. Whether it be good or evil Whether or bad. Whether it be good or evil, precious soul, in the book of Psalm, the 50th division of Psalm, and the 21st verse, whether it be good or evil, God is going to set it right before you in the day of the judgment. The Bible says, these things hast thou done. These things hast thou done. And I kept silent. God said, I just let you have your fun. You just went about pushing God off. You didn't have time for God. And God's sitting on his throne. He sit high. He looked low. And he just let you have your fun. He know you got to come before him one day. These things have thou done, God and said. And I kept silent. And I kept silent. Thou thoughtest that I was altogether such an one as thyself. God said, you must thought I was like you. But what? But I will reprove thee. God said, I'm going to get you. I'm going to reprove you. And set them in order before I'm thine eyes. set your sin right before your eyes. What you did here in this world, you can't, you can't say, I forgot him. I don't remember because he's going to make you remember. Set them right before your eyes. 
Now no. consider this. Now you consider this. Ye that forget God. Ye that forget God. Lest I tear you in pieces. God said, lest I tear you in pieces. And there be none to deliver. And will nobody be able to deliver. Let us stand at this time, because we all got to stand before the judge. We hope you have enjoyed gospel time today. If we can be of any help, please let us know by writing to the Church of God at 4601 South Drexel Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. Or phone 5487133 or 5487930. If you would like a cassette copy of this broadcast message, 025, send a check or money order in the amount of $2 to the Church of God. Enclose your name, address, zip code, and the day you heard the broadcast message, along with the broadcast code number. This broadcast code number is 025. Address your envelope to the Church of God, Tate Ministry, 4601 South Drexel Boulevard, Chicago, 60653. If you wish to visit with us, our order of services are as follows. Sunday morning Bible school, 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning worship, 11 o'clock a.m. Sunday night worship, 7.30 p.m. Tuesday night worship, 7.30 p.m. Prayer service Thursday morning, 11 o'clock a.m. and Friday night Bible class, 7.30 p.m. Remember, at the same time next week, you may hear Gospel Time over radio station WYCA Hammond. The choir was directed by Sister Ernestine Rabuski. The musician for this service have been Sister Lolita Drinker and Sister Ruth Tatum. The pastor of the Church of God at 4601 South Drexel Boulevard, Chicago, is Elder Willie E. Gordon. Your announcer has been Sister Roberta Davis. May God bless and keep you. We must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, giving account. While he's talking, if I were you, I'll take a walk to my left into the prayer room. So my right into the prayer room. What about it, soul? I got to stand before God for myself. God is talking to you. You don't hear what God's saying to the other, other person, but you know what he's saying to you. He's talking to you. And if I were you, I would consider my one soul. You're going through life only one time. You only have one soul. Why play around? Why gamble with that one soul and be lost forever? Lost forever. While the Spirit of God is talking, precious soul, why not say yes to God? By his stripes, he bore those stripes, not for himself. He saw us. He saw us. And I got to give an account of that. Yes, I got to give an account. Wasted years. the heaven where God lives, uh, the heavenly place uh, where the
this afternoon for our yet being saved and sanctified and encouraged to live for the Lord. And to our shut-in, keep looking to the hill from whence cometh our help, because our help comes from the Lord. We like to get right into the Word of God as you pray. Let's consider for our scripture reading the book of Genesis, the fifth chapter, Genesis 5, 21. Thank the Lord. David said that his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So ever was a time we need the word of God hid in our hearts that we might know how to go through a confused world. This world, so to speak, is in a jungle. And people live trying to find their way out. And they are confused. Thank God for the light of his word. Amen. The only thing going to take us through, show me a man that's been here in this world before that's living now. Everybody we see, this their first time here. Amen. So what person going to tell the next person how to go through life he never been through himself? Jeremiah said, oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. The way, not a way, the way of man is not in man. The Bible said there is a way, there is a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. The Bible says every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but Jesus said, I am the way. Amen. He is therefore and omega, the beginning and the end. And so then therefore it would be wisdom for us to listen to him, what he has to say, that we might know how to go through life without being all confused and lose our one soul. Here in the book of Genesis, the fifth chapter, Again, reading at the 21st verse, the Bible says, And Enoch lived sixty and five years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. Amen. Enoch walked with God. And according to the writing here, he walked with God 300 years. Many times we can't go a week, can't go a month. You mean to tell me Enoch didn't have no tests and trials? Well, he's walking with God, and God taking care of his trials. Enoch walked with God 300 years. Now, what do I have to boast about? What do you have to boast about? Amen. All right. In the book of Hebrews, we want to talk, try to impress this thought upon our mind. Walking with God. And who are you walking with? You want to consider the word of God, those biblical characters who walk with God. And they will be a, a witness against us in the judgment if we don't walk with God. 
We can just close out from this, just from what we've read. This man walked with God 300 years. Now, what right, what right do we have to get discouraged? Think I'm gone too far and I, I just can't put up with it any longer? Anytime you walk with God, you're going to have trouble with the devil. He ain't had trouble for 300 years. Well, what? I come before God and I had trouble with the devil for five years. And I, well, Lord, I just couldn't go no farther. Any brother, any stand up over here. Well, God, the Father, you kept me 300 years. Huh? 300. What, what, am, what will I be able to say? Kept this man 300 years and kept the devil off of Enoch for 300 years. And he can't keep him off me for two and three and four and five. We got to get our vision on God and not on circumstances, not on the condition. We got to get our vision of God, and where there's no vision, the people are going to perish. Thank the Lord. In the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, and the 5th verse, let's see what the Bible says. By faith, Enoch was translated that so he should not see death. So I'm in order. Paul is talking about Enoch, praise God, and so he left on record. We can talk about him too. By faith, this is the faith route. By faith, Enoch was translated. That he should not see death. That he should not die. And was not found. And they couldn't find him. Because God has translated because him. Because God had translated him. For before his translation. Before Enoch's translation. He had this testimony. This is Enoch's testimony. That he pleased God. That he pleased God. That's why God took him. Because he had a testimony that he pleased God and he was walking with God and not with man. He's walking with God. And he pleased God. Men of the children of Israel, the Bible said, men of them, God was not pleased, just like today. So many of God's people today, God is not pleased with them. And the result, they was overthrown in the wilderness. And not only that, but according to the Bible, they went to hell. Every one of them. Enoch didn't go there. Why? Because he pleased God. Amen. And why, how, why is it? How did he, he please God? He walked with God. What do you mean walk with God? What, can we do that? Sure. Every day, don't you know the Bible says, as far as men are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That's God. Well, well don't you know when God spoke to Enoch back there, Enoch obeyed? Well, the same Spirit telling us, don't act that way. Don't do that. Well, what I got to do? Obey. I got to walk with God by obeying God. I'm not walking with God if I'm not obeying God. So let's go over here and let's see what the Bible says in the book of Genesis, the sixth chapter, and begin at the fifth verse. Genesis 5 through 9. Let's see what God is saying here. Six through nine. Six through nine, pardon. Read. And it repented the Lord. God after he had made man. For him, for his glory. God saved every one of us for his glory. God saved us for us to serve him, for us to obey him. That's what God made Adam for Adam to obey him. Read. I'm sorry, the fifth verse, sixth chapter in the fifth verse. Genesis 6, 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great After in their God earth. had made man, and man had fallen away from that holy state, and man was constantly going farther and farther away from God. And God looked down off his throne and he saw that the wickedness of man was great 
In the earth. In the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil that continually. every imagination of the thoughts of man's heart. Amen. Just only evil continually. Don't you know the biggest of the world today is in that same condition? Folks don't have no mind of doing what God said do. The imagination of their heart is to do what they want to do. Have their own way about things. That's the same thing back there is existing today. God saw that. Some people ain't got no mind of being saved. Don't talk to them about being saved. I'm going to hear this for life to just do my thing. That's all. That's all. That, that was a spirit before you and I came in existence. Already here in the world. And by being here, when you and I came here, by not giving ourselves over to God, that spirit will take a hold of me. It'll take a hold of you. Just want to have your way about things. Don't even have no mind of change. Lay down, praise God, my way. While I laid up on the bed, I'm imagining... What am I do about this? And what am I doing? They don't even have God in it at all. The Bible says. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on After the earth. God had made man for his glory. God had made man for man to serve him. It repented God. God was sorry he had made. You know, won't you be sorry you buy a car and then can't use it? What do they call it? A lemon? I done put invest all this money in this car. Now the car won't serve. What's all about with God? God made man for his glory, for man to serve him. Then after God made man, then man turned his back on God. And God looked at him, didn't have no mind of coming back to God. And God got so sorry, it repented me that I made it. And it grieved him at his heart. And it grieved God at his heart. And the Lord said, God said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of I'm the earth. I'm going to get him. I made him to serve me. Do you think you're going to get back? We're dealing with the same God. He's going to get you. Just don't get saved and give yourself to God. You out there in radio land, you better consider your one soul. God is looking at you. He made, he made man for his glory. He made man to serve him. Man turned his back on God, walked away from God, didn't even have no mind of coming back to God. God said, what? Both, and, the Lord, and the Lord said, I will destroy man. And the Lord said, now if he don't destroy us, that make him have respected person. Yes. And the Lord said, I will destroy man. Whom I have created from Whom the face I of the earth. I have created, I'm going to destroy him from the face of this earth. Both man... Both man and, and beast, beast, and the creeping things, and the fall of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. Now, I'm telling you that, that God is angry. Huh? He done got so provoked, he's just going to destroy everything. Because of who? Man. The beast hadn't did anything because of man. God put man here to have dominion over everything. So when man messed up, God's going to clean the whole earth and start out anew. Now here we are. That's what we're here tonight. Here we are. This is another generation. Now you think he's gonna let us go ahead and let, let us run this show? He put this earth here for and put man on this earth for man to obey him. That's what God put him here for. And you think God gonna let us stay here and just have our way and do like we want to? And he sat on his throne, he destroyed the other people that did wrong, would listen to him, and gonna let us by, huh? 
I guess because we think we're an American, you know, we'll get by. We so used to paying under the table, paying off, thinking pay God off. But I want to, I want to let you know it's not so. Amen. You got it coming. Amen. These people, God didn't destroy them right away. When He said, "What are you going to do to them?" He didn't destroy them right away. But God had already put His word out against every sinner, every backslider, every hypocrite. He didn't put His word out there. And He want to fulfill His word. He might not do it today, but. You stay in that condition, you'll, you'll reap it. The Bible says. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Listen at this. The whole world was corrupt. Nobody living right. We just because nobody on our job living right. Nobody in the home living right. We want to give up. Well, nobody in the world living right. Nobody. And God looked and searched. He saw one man living right. And that man was Noah. One man living right. No wonder Paul said, Thou art inexcusable, old man. Don't you know Noah would not have been living right if he had been looking at the folks? If he had been walking with folks? He wouldn't have been living right. But in spite of all the world, was none living right. One man walking with God. What did you say, Lord? Yes, Lord. What else you say, Lord? Don't, don't, don't you know Noah? He was able to hear many things from folks, many things from the devil, but he wouldn't listen to them. What did you say, Lord? In spite of all what the other folks have said, Lord, what are you saying? He walked with God. Amen. In order for you and I to go through this jungle, we're going through this world, we got to walk with God. Amen. Because man are failure. Amen. You'd be, you be like David, you know, going to church, having a big time, and praise our God, his friend. Amen. And his very friend that went to church with him all the time, he's the one lifted up his heel against him. He's the one. Amen. The Bible said, don't think no more of men than what's written up. God is a jealous God. God forbid for me to get too close to any human being. Amen. God forbid it. Why? Because I married him, not no man, not no woman. I married him. And he wanted to get the glory. Amen. He wanted me to be far away from everybody. So when you can wrong, when you're wrong, I can give you a good lick. If you're too close, I can't hit you good. Give you a good one. Thank the Lord. All right, what else he said about Brother Noah? But Noah found grace in the eyes but of the Lord. But Noah found favor. In spite of all the other people, God said he's going to destroy them. But Noah he's found faith, grace in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah. Don't you just see that our nation confused? Our government is confused. Our mayor is confused. It, don't you know it'd be nice to soul that you as an individual, me as an individual, can just so walk with God and not be confused? So many religious folk, church folks are confused. And then right in the midst of all of that, as an individual, you can so walk with God and not be confused. I hear what you say. Don't confuse me. 
I hear what you said, and it don't confuse me. Why? Because I'm walking with God. And God is not the author of confusion, but of peace in all the churches of the saints. Amen. Isn't that nice? Just walk with God. Right in the midst of all of that. I think Brother Paul said like this in the book of Ephesians, the fifth chapter, and about the first verse. He said, be therefore followers of God and just walk in love. Love is of God and God is love. Just walk in love. Just walk in God. Why? How? Paul said, whatever you do or say, do it and say it to the glory of God. See that you walk it. Walk it according to the word of God. All right. Go back to... These Noah. are the generations of Noah. Noah yeah. was a just man. Noah was a just man. And perfect. Yes. Saints of God, friend, you've got to be just. You've got to be honest in order to walk with God. In the midst of a confused world, everything was corrupt, and God's anger was against it, and he revoked, he's going to destroy it. But in spite of that, Noah was just. Everybody else was unjust, and Noah was still just. And perfect in his generation. And perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. And Noah walked with God. Amen. Now, what kind of excuse you and I can have? God do have a few saints scattered all over the world. But back then, he didn't have nobody. Just one man living right. Now, this God testifying, this is not Noah's testimony. This is what God's saying about Noah. Noah walked with God right in the midst of all of that confusion, man having his way in spite of all of that. Here's one man walking with God. We can make it, folks. Amen. If you look to the right source, I thought I'd look up the word walk. It means to follow a certain course as to walk in peace. Gave several other definitions like to walking at the, in the ball game, walking to the bat in a different walk. But this is the one that fits the Bible. When you walk with God, you walk in peace. You can't walk with God walking in confusion. That's impossible. The Bible says he keeps them in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on the Lord because they have trusted in him. That's what you're trusting in. God. Amen. And trust when we put our trust in God, then he give us a peace of mind. He give us that peace. Can't nobody else give it to us. He's he the one got to give us that peace. Amen. All right. Let's hasten on here. In the back of, in the, in the book of Kings, second Kings, you write quickly here. Second Kings, the second chapter, second Kings, the 23rd chapter, and begin at the fifth verse. For the glory of God. Why did you get at the first place there? Second Kings 23.1. Let's see what the Bible is saying. And the king said, and they gathered unto him all the elders of Judah and of Jerusalem. Uh-huh. And the king went up into the house of the Lord. See, where there's no vision, the people perish. This king had a vision. And what's, let's read on and see what happened. And the king went up into the house of the Lord, yes. and all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with him, and the priests and the prophets and all the people, both small and great. And he read in both, and he read in their ears all the word of the book 
of the covenant which was found in the house of the Lord. Now he found the book, the book was found in the house of the Lord. And he saw that according to the law, according to what's in the book, they were not walking with God. Amen. They saw that. Now this is what step this man taken after he saw that his course was not right. He wasn't walking in the way of God. And what happened? And the king stood by a pillar. The king, he stood by a pillar. A pillar. And made a covenant before the Lord. He to walk after the Lord. By God's grace, King said, I'm walking after God. And to keep his commandments. And I'm going to keep God's commandments. And his testimony. And I'm going to keep God's testimony. And his statutes. And God's statutes. With all their heart. With all of their heart. And all their soul. And with all their soul. To perform the works of this covenant. To perform, to carry out what the book said do. That was written in this book. That was written in this book. And all the people stood to the covenant. And all the people stood to the covenant. Amen. What the king made with God to obey God and keep the book, obey the book and walk with God, all the people stood to it. Amen. Amen. How you think I'm going to get anywhere with God? The Bible said thing that was written before time was written for our learning. Here these patriarchs, when they saw that they was, wasn't walking like God said, they made a covenant. Well, how do you think I'm going to get by? I see what God's word say, and I'm just going to continue to walk my way. I won't get nowhere with God that way. I won't get nowhere with God. All right? And the king commanded Hilkiah the high priest, and, yes. and the priest of the second order, and the keepers of the door to bring forth out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels that were made for Baal and for the grove and for all the hosts of heaven. Now he's walking, just keep in mind, now this king, he's walking with God. And in walking with God, he saw this was wrong. Bring it to you, let's get rid of it. He saw this was wrong, let's get rid of it. Saw that was wrong, let's get rid of it. Just walk while he's walking with God. He's not looking. He's not looking at people, personality, who they are. He's just looking at the thing that's contrary to what God says and get rid of. What's wrong with that? We don't want to do that. We're not of God. The Bible says, "He that is of God and hear God's word." Jesus said, "My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they'll follow me." Then He said, "I give unto them eternal life." and they shall never perish, neither shall any man be able to pluck them out of my hand, because they are following him. Now, people say once in Christ and never out. Sure, you can get out just like you got in. Didn't nobody make you get in. God didn't force you in. Whosoever will, let him come. Then therefore you backslide on your own will. Well, Pastor God, I didn't want to backslide. Yes, you did. God be unfaithful to uh, not keep a person when the, when the Bible said God take the will for the deed my will is to stay saved that's my will I want to stay saved God looking at my motive he's looking at my will and he'll keep me saved Amen. well why that's not just because of persecution misunderstanding and other things then I decide this is my will I'm not going any farther 
I'm going to give up. That's, that's, nobody backslides until they make a will to do it. Nobody gets saved, don't care how you talk them to them. They cannot get saved until they make up their mind and have a will to be saved. God never saved nobody against their will, and God never withdraw grace from a person against their will. The Bible says if we sin willfully, after we come into the knowledge of the truth, I know this is wrong, I know that's wrong, but I decided willfully to go ahead and do it. If we, after we, if we sin willfully, after we come into the knowledge of the truth, there remains no more sacrifice for my sin. But what is the sacrifice is the word. If we walk in the light as he's under the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, that's cleansing me. That's cleansing from all sin. Keep me free from sin all day long, long as I stay under the word. But when the word for the light on certain things and let me know that's wrong, and I willfully step out, I step out from under the word. When I step out under the word, I don't have no sacrifice. The sacrifice is Jesus Christ. Thank the Lord. I said this morning in the Sunday school class, any time an individual gets saved from their sin and accepts the word of God in their heart, the only reason the word don't preserve you, don't sanctify you, make you a vessel of honor, is because you disobey the word. If we accept the word and let the word stay in us, the word will purge out. The word will cleanse everything in me that's unlike God. The word will do that. But because it kind of hurt me, something I don't quite understand, then I disobey the word. Amen. But the word got to stay right there and do its office work. Amen. Amen. See, it's the will of God. Praise God, just because you're saved, you just entered into kindergarten. Just start to learn your ABCs. Spiritually. The Bible says the will of God for all men to be saved and, and coming to the knowledge of the truth. You don't know truth just because you're saved. If you want to learn truth, uh, you've got to stay, let the word stay in you. And the word is going to take you through this test uh, and through that test and mold you this way, shape you this way. You are learning God now. Praise God. Amen. And the word will shape you so, mold you so. Praise God. Your test and trial, God be with you so. You just go right on through. Hey, it's not you. It's the word. It's the God in you that makes you like God. God said, because as he is, uh, so are we in this world. Paul said, for I'm crucified with Christ, uh, for nevertheless I live. Yet it's not I live, but it's Christ living. Christ living. Christ living in me. Why Jesus failed, God? He is God's son. Behold what man of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. I'm God's son, Jesus God's son, and God kept Jesus, and don't keep me, and make any respect the person. He didn't fail his son, Jesus, why should he fail son Gordon? Amen. Whatever when the devil came against Jesus Christ, God, let's keep this in mind. Jesus didn't have no power of himself. Jesus didn't get no power until after his resurrection. 
If he did, he wouldn't be no example for me. He was tempted in all points like as we are, and yet without sin. Why? What gave Jesus power was him obeying the Father. That's where he got the power from, obeying the Father. That's where you and I got to get it from. If we don't obey God, we're going to get no power from God. But by Jesus being faithful and true to God, and when he came out of the grave, before he went in the grave, Jesus said, myself, I can't do nothing. I can't do a thing. You just have to look to God. And God didn't fail him. But when he came out of the grave, God the Father honored him. God the Father entrusted all power in heaven and in earth is in my son's hand. Amen. And he looked down, praise God, realized when he was down here, didn't have any power, how that he would depend upon the Father and depend upon the Father. God gave him the Father, gave him the power. Now I'm down here. And I'm looking at him. He know I'm helpless. He done been through it himself. He done been through. He know I'm helpless. He know I can't make it. But Lord Jesus, I'm looking to you. Oh God, please help me, Lord. Help me. And he always is a God of compassion. He remembered when he was there. Now that since he remembers that, praise God, and he knows just how much we can bear. For there's no temptation taking you but such as common to man. And God is faithful. He will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able. But we'll with the temptation make a way for your escape. Revelation, Revelation 3 and 10. He said, because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I'll keep you from the hour of temptation. Amen. Then therefore my job is to hold to the word. Hold to the word in spite of the devil, in spite of what Satan has to offer. Hold to the word. God cannot deny himself. He had sent forth his word to heal the people. He, he declared according to his word that heaven and earth shall pass away, but his word shall not pass away. Hold to the word. May God, he cannot deny himself. Amen. I know you got to come away, Lord, because I'm holding to your word. Amen. If I die holding to the word, I die in the Lord, and I go be with the Lord. Praise our God. But the devil is his job to talk to us. His devil is his job to obsess our mind with different things. But what for me to turn the word of Amen. But Joel said, don't you slay me. I'm going to trust you. Though you say, I'm going to wait right here. Tell my change come. I'm going to wait on God. Amen. Praise our God. I'm talking about walking with God. Amen. It means I'm to walk with God. Jesus Christ had disciples following him. Praise God. And just because he said, uh, except you eat my flesh or drink my blood, uh, you have no life in you. They decided they wouldn't walk with him no more. Do you think that upset Jesus? He brought salvation by himself. When he sought for somebody to help him, those disciples wanted to pray, watch for him. While he go yawn and pray, they went to sleep on him. Come back the third time. The second time they yet sleep on him. The third time he said, sleep on him. <laughs> Amen. I done brought salvation by myself. Amen. In spite of you all, you didn't pray, you didn't watch for me. Praise God. I kept looking to God. 
Jesus Christ kept looking to God, and God the Father gave him the grace to bring salvation by himself. He tread the wine press alone. For what? For me. If don't nobody in the world live right, just Jesus and I, I can walk with him on the Jericho Road. Amen. Amen. Who all that with you on the Jericho Road? Just Jesus and I. Amen. You talk about the Jericho Road, the Jericho streets, uh, we certainly in it now. You better, we better get Jesus on our side. Thank the Lord. Amen. All right, let's hasten on here. Let's, what else the king said? Second King, 23rd chapter. And he burned them without Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron. He burned them without Jerusalem. Without Jerusalem. Without Jerusalem. In the fields of Kidron. In the fields of Kidron. And carried the ashes of them unto Bethel. See, we burn wrong things now with the word of God.